0: Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, you're listening to Miller Thomas, you know, the host of this podcast. I'm graduating pretty soon, I'm going to need a job, I do some sports journalism, I do some graphic design, so please, go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com, on there you can see all my latest work, from my packages, to my articles, to my photos, and my graphic design. For today's show, we got another jam-packed show, as always, continuing the series Where I compare the D-backs to the other teams in the NL West, today's team is the D-backs versus the San Francisco Giants. I'll be looking at the offseason, the bullpen, the rotation, and the lineup, and going by position by position of which team is better, so we'll take a look at that. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 4, 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at lockedondiamondbacks@gmail.com at gmail.com to find out more. Now here is that talk between me, myself, and I on who is better, D-backs or the Giants. So let's get right into it. Who is the better team between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Francisco Giants? Now, to do this, we're going to be looking at the same criteria that we did to compare the D backs versus the Rockies and Padres. We're going to look at the offseason moves, we're going to be looking at the bullpen. The starting rotation and the lineup for the San Francisco Giants compared to the Arizona Dimebacks will go down position by position and uh, just basically see which team has the better players at each position. Now, let's first start off with the moves by the San Francisco Giants. Now, the Giants had a pretty weak offseason, if you look at it. First, let's take a look at the D-backs offseason because we know what they did. They went out, got Starling Marte, center fielder, go glove winner, defensive center fielder, 5 tool player. Great addition by them. They got Madison Bumgarner from the San Francisco Giants. Got a 30-home run guy, Cole Calhoun, and a couple of midter relievers in Junior Guerrera. And Hector Rondon, so I really like those moves by the D-backs. And then when you look at the Giants, you know, they, they have to st- first. First, they had to start their offseason by getting a manager and a GM. So they went out, got Scott Harris to be their new GM. They got Gabe Kapler to be their new manager, so now they're on their way. Now, if you look at the moves that the Giants had, they signed Hunter Pence, outfielder. They signed second baseman Wilmer Flores, got a pitcher, Drew Smiley, and got Kevin Gausman. They also did one trade where they got Zach Cozart and a prospect from you know a 2019 first-round pick, uh, Will Wilson from the Angels for Garrett Williams. So the Giants didn't have a great offseason, if you look at it. They they really didn't get too much uh, in return throughout the offseason. They really didn't add anyone too valuable. Hunter Pence is on the wrong side of 30. Wilmer Flores is more of a utility second baseman. Arizona Diamondback fans know uh, what kind of player Wilmer Flores, uh, Wilmer Flores is. He's nice. He's a solid player. But he's nothing special. Drew Smiley, you know, he's all right. Kevin Gosman, we'll see what he can do in 2020. He used to be a top prospect. They only gave him a, a one-year, nine million dollar deal. So it's kind of a, a bit of a prove it prove it year after coming off of a year where he had a 5.72 ERA. So what, we'll see what he does. So the Giants really didn't add anyone to their team. That's gonna be you know, make a huge impact for them in 2020. And then when we compare it to the guys they lost, they lost Madison Bumgarner, ace of their staff. They lost Drew Pomerantz, a reliever slash starter. Kevin Pillar, a solid outfielder. Uh, Will Smith, their closer. Sandoval, you know, utility third baseman for them now, but, you know, one the one their faces of the franchise for the last decade. They lost Steven Voigt to the D-backs as well. They're backup catchers, though. When I just look at these two teams in their offseason, the Giants lost so much, and a lot of their players that they lost went to the D-backs, and then I feel like they didn't really get a lot of, you know, big returns back during the offseason. They didn't get any elite-level players back. Maybe the best player they got back is Hunter Pence, who, yeah, he's coming off a year where he at 297, 18 home runs. That's pretty solid, but he's going to be 37 years old next year. He's not the guy that he once was back in his prime, so I will. I don't expect him to be a super dominant player game changer for the San Francisco Giants. Then they also got Drew Smiley, who's coming off a year where he had a 6.24 year race, so he's also a guy who's trying to prove himself and show that that, that last year was just a fluke. So if I just compare the two offseason moves, uh, the two offseasons between the D-backs, and the Giants, it's not even comparison. Starling Marte, Bumgarner, Cole Calhoun, a couple of relievers versus a Hunter Pence, a Flores, a Smiley, a Gosman. It's not even close for me. D-backs def- definitely won the offseason compared to the Giants. Now let's look at that lineup. Let's go down position by position. Okay, first off, Buster Posey. Okay, catcher, Buster Posey, you know. It's the first season he didn't make the All-Star team in four years, so it was a down year for Buster Posey, but even with that being said, even with his down year, if you look at Buster Posey's year last season, it wasn't even better than Carson Kelly's, but he just has such a great track record. We We know his history. He's been an MVP before, so I think you have to give the nod to Buster Posey, even if he's coming off a down season. He just he just has too much of a great resume to to disrespect him like that. I'm sorry, I won't disrespect you like that, Buster Posey. Now, first base, Brandon Belt. You know he's 31 years old. He's been he, he's not much older than Christian Walker, but I don't think he's really better than Christian Walker. I mean, he batted two thirty-four last year. With only 17 home runs and 57 RBIs and a 34 OBP in 156 games. I'd rather take Christian Walker. He's 30 home run potentially. You know, Christian Walker still get, could still get me 75-plus ribbies. Still bat me in that 265 range, though. So I'm definitely going to Christian Walker at first base. If I look at second base. It's not even comparison. Joe Panic with... Uh, two thirty-five batting average and three home runs in one hundred and three games. Get out of here, Joe Panic. You're nowhere near. Can't uh, tell Marte. Okay, can't tell Marte is the cream of the crop. Now uh, let's look at shortstop. This is where usually the D-backs, you know, don't come out on top. Usually this is where they get hamstrung. Is at the shortstop position. This is where usually the other team has a better play. But you know what? I don't think Brandon Crawford is a big upgrade. Over Nick Ahmed. I mean, if I look at his numbers from last year, he batted 228. He had only 11 home runs, 59 RBIs in 147 games. Compare that to Nick Ahmed. And Brandon Crawford is 32, or gonna be 33. Ahmed is gonna be 30 years old, so they're not too far in age. But Ahmed had batted 254 with 19 home runs, so. Just like that, if you just look at his raw numbers, they were better than Brandon Crawford's. I don't think many people would have expected that because Brandon Crawford has been a staple in the Giants organization for some time now. But I would honestly probably take Nick Ahmed over Brandon Crawford when you also uh, factor in the elite-level defense that Nick Ahmed is going to be providing you and the runs he's going to save. I'm going to have to give it to Nick Ahmed all day, every day. Now this next one is where it gets a little interesting, I would say. Off the name value, you would probably have to say the San Francisco Giants because they have Evan Longoria at third base. And but if you look at the numbers, is he even better than Eduardo Escobar? Just look at the last three years. If I just pulled them up real quickly, if you look at Evan Longoria's last three years, he batted 254. 244 261 from 2019 to 2017. If you go backwards, starting with 2019, then that then his home run total was 20 16 and 20. RBI 69 54 86. OBP 32 28 31. So Evan Longoria has not been that guy for some time now that we knew what he was back in Tampa Bay when he. When he was the face of the franchise and true, you know, MVP candidate in this league. If I look at Eduardo Escobar's last three years, about 269, 268, 272, led the league in triples last year, 35 bombs last year, then 23 the year before, 21 home runs the year before that. So if I just look solely off the last three years, and that's a pretty decent sample size three years. Eduardo Escobar has been the better third baseman the last three seasons, so I'm going to have to give it to him over Evan Longoria. Now, how about Mike Yastrzemski? He was only a rookie last year for uh, the San Francisco Giants at 28 years old. He had a pretty solid season. Uh, 272, 21 home runs. And then if I look at Kevin Pilar, he's gone now. So I'm curious to see who they're going to put in to replace him. Maybe uh, they reshuffle, put Austin Slater, or Yastrzemski, one of them in center field and the start, Hunter Pence. But Hunter Pence already told you he had 18 home runs, batted .297 last year. Then we look at Austin Slater. He batted .238 last year, only five home runs in 68 games. So they'll definitely probably use a little bit of a rotation in the outfield. But if I just look at those guys, Mikey Yastrzemski, Austin Slater, Hunter Pence, None of those guys strike fear in me. None of those guys are better than Starling Marte. I'm not even sure if any of those guys are better than a David Peralta or a Cole Calhoun. So I'll probably sweep the whole outfield and give it to the D-backs as well. So from pretty much, I'm pretty sure one through eight, every position on the diamond outside a pitcher. I'm giving it to the D-backs, except for the catcher. That was the one position where it said the Giants have the the positional lead over the D-backs. But every other position, D-backs win easily. So offseason and lineup goes to the Arizona Dimebacks. We'll be right back with more of that conversation after this quick message. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale of 2020. If you are looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and exceptional user-friendly design. Step on data from every way in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, it means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to 8 users and even knows who is who. So here's the deal, you can get 25% off of Withings Body Plus right now at Withings.com for a very limited time. Go to withingscom W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash M-O-B to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash M-O-B to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. Welcome back to the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast, and here's the rest of that conversation between me, myself, and I on who is better, D-backs or the Giants. Now, let's look at that starting rotation. Now, this is going to take a big hit because they lost two members of their rotation, technically. They lost Madison Bumgarner, you know, who's been the face of their franchise, the ace for that team, a Cy Young candidate. He's on the D-backs now, so that's a big upgrade for them. And then so when you compare who their number one is now, which is probably Jeff Smarzer, compared to the D-Backs new number one, which is the old number one for the Giants, Mass and Bumgarner, it's not even comparison. And then Samarja was pitched well last year, 3.52 ERA. He had 181 innings pitch, but everyone else in this Giants rotation didn't get a ton of innings. Uh, Bumgarner and Samarja were the only guys to crack a 120 innings pitch. Tyler B, at 26 years old, had a 5.08 ERA in 117 innings. Derek Rodriguez, 5.64 in 99 innings. Sean Anderson, 5.44 in 96 innings. So we'll see if maybe a guy like Drew Smiley could step up. Maybe Kevin Goss could can hopefully step up, but that starting rotation is not looking strong. It is looking meager right now, Now I love the D-backs, you know, young pitchers. As I always say, Zach Allen's my guy. Luke Weaver, if he can stay healthy, he could be a, a big piece to that starting rotation. They still got Robbie Ray, who's been an all-star, who's still a strikeout artist. You never know what Merrill Kelly's going to give you, or maybe a Mike Leak is in there, and Alex Young, so I like the depth of the D-backs. I think they just have better quality starting pitchers. Uh, in general as well. Now, how about the bullpen? Now, the thing with the Giants bullpen is that yeah, they had some good pitchers last year. Like Will Smith, he was amazing last year for the Giants. 276 ERA, 34 saves, 65 innings pitch. Now, the only problem with that is that Will Smith left as a free agent. He's now on the Braves, and that is a big lost for the Giants. They lost their closer. So who's going to step up for them next season? Maybe Reyes Maranta. We'll see. I'm not too sure who else they got to step up. But the the rest of their bullpen was pretty solid because, like I just said, Reyes Maranto was good last year. He had 286 ERA. Sam Dyson was nice with a 247 ERA. But the rest of their bullpen kind of struggled. Tony Watson at a 417. Trevor Gott had a 444. Uh, Mark Melanson, he was solid at 3.5. But Derek Holland, a 5.9 ERA. Logan Webb, a 5.22. Granted, he's only 22 years old. But a lot of guys in the Giants bullpen, you know, were up and down. They have some guys, you know, who didn't pitch too much. Who showed some promise last year, like a Tyler Rogers, and only 17 innings at 1.02, a 1.02 ERA. Uh, Jando Gustave had a 2.96 ERA in 24 innings pitch. So we'll see if any of those guys step up to be real contributors in the bullpen 2020. But just on paper, I'm gonna have to give it to the D Backs bullpen once again, just because the Giants lost their closer. So that leaves a big hole. I've been saying the D Backs biggest hole is their closer too, but right now at least we know we got, you know, Archie Bradley is probably gonna step in uh as a closer to day one. Or we got other guys who pitch Who's been a closer in their past? You know, uh, Hector Rondón's been a closer. Maybe a Yoan Lopez steps in. I like Kevin Ginkle as a closer of the future for the D-backs. So I think they just have more arms in the bullpen, and then they also have so much starting rotation depth. And a lot of those guys are going to become long relievers for the D-backs. And those guys are still those guys who are not going to be in the starting rotation, who are going to be long relievers, could be starters and a lot of other people's rotations around the league. So those are quality pitchers still coming in and giving you valuable innings where the Giants, I'm not too sure what kind of performance I'm going to get from their pitchers, and their starters were not very good last year, and they didn't do much to address those concerns in the offseason. So if I just go through it from the offseason moves to the starting lineup to the rotation and the bullpen, I think it's a clean sweep for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, the Giants, I've been saying consistently, are that team that I don't expect them to really do too much in the 2020 season. They won 77 games last year, which I think is pretty impressive, honestly, by Bruce Bochy. Their, their team really had no kind of power. They didn't hit for average, and they couldn't pitch. So, when, when you can't get guys out in the first six innings and then you can't create enough offense to support your pitchers, you're not going to win many games. But somehow the, the Giants were still able to win 77 games last year. But I don't expect them to even win that many games in 2020 with new management and the front office and a new manager. I don't know what the team is going to look like in 2020. They lost a lot of key pieces. They lost their Madison Baumgartner, who's been the heart and soul of the team. They lost guys like Pablo Sandoval. He's going to be gone most likely. They lost some other key pieces. You still got a Buster Posey, who's been one of the the most valuable pieces, one of the best players to don a Giants uniform. But he showed you last year, he's he's on the regression, he's on the decline, he's on the wrong side of 30. So how many more elite years does he have in him? We're not too sure. He wasn't very elite last year. And, uh, you know, next year we might say, you know what, Carson Kelly right now is a better catcher, at least offensively, than Buster Posey. But as of right now, I'll still take Buster Posey over any catcher on the D-backs. That's really the only area where I think the Giants have a strength over D-backs, is that catching position with a guy like Buster Posey there. But overall, in conclusion, when you go down the list, offseason, lineup, rotation, bullpen, the D-backs have a better team, no doubt about it. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today's uh, edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. I got one question before you guys go. What are you doing for the game? Whether you're the casual follower, the tweets everything person, the beginner, the diehard, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy, or the couldn't care less, or the makes everything into a competition person, we all have our place in the sports world. And the same personalities apply to fantasy sports. Lee Kamish exists to ensure your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as we lay the foundation for your new league. It's as easy as sign up with your preferences, get matched, and improve of that match before any commitment on your end. So, what are you doing for the game? Sign up at leaguecommissioned.com to find your next fantasy sports league. Now, thank to everyone who tuned in to today's podcast. Please go play uh, the newest edition of the Locked On Fantasy MLB so you guys can stay up to Date with all your fantasy news tidbits rankings and everyone please stay safe and stay inside peace